Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Wellness Podcast. Today, just like I promised in the last episode, I am going to be sharing with you very specific tools and strategies um, for nervous system regulation, um, emotional regulation, getting our thoughts in order when life feels chaotic, um, etc. And I'm going to be talking about this actually by sharing a very, very personal experience that I had with having to kind of retrain my nervous system. And it's taken me a while, if I'm totally honest, to get the boldness to share this part of my story. And I think part of that reason is just wanting to avoid being misunderstood or wanting to avoid being labeled by people. Excuse me. But I also realize that when we don't share, we can't actually help the people that are maybe in the same position as we are that are really desperately needing help. And so I'm going to be sharing a part of my story um, and how this ties into nervous system regulation uh, because I really feel like God wants to infuse you with hope today. Um, That if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with nervous system dysregulation, if you feel like life has totally thrown you for a loop and you don't know how to get back to center, um, then this episode is for you. So um, last year, last November, not this year, 2023 November, but 2022 November, I got what I believe is COVID. I never got tested for it because everybody around us was getting influenza A and I just thought, We must have gotten influenza A, got a really bad cough, high fever that like knocked me out for two days. Everybody in my family got sick and um, I just remember feeling really, really fatigued for a really long time afterwards, about two weeks after um, that I started to notice like, you know, my energy is kind of starting to come back, but I still had this lingering cough that ended up lasting for about three months and didn't realize that my immune system had completely tanked um, during that time. Whatever this virus was, which again, I suspect was COVID, had tanked my immune system. And um, I started noticing some brain fog, some difficulty like regulating stress. Like I just felt like I wasn't regulating things very well. Um, Like my stress response was really reactive um, to little things even. Um, and then I got a UTI because again, my immune system was lowered and I didn't know it. And without realizing it, they had put me on an antibiotic that is not recommended if you have had any history of like obsessive compulsive thinking in the past. And my doctor didn't catch this. And Um, I didn't think to mention it because it's been about 20 years since I've had any kind of, you know, obsessive compulsive thinking. Um, 
went on the antibiotics for the UTI, cleared up the UTI, and then started noticing intrusive thoughts creeping in, like just anxious, intrusive thoughts. And I'm like, that's really weird. Like, this is not like me. Um, you know, working with my doctor and still not kind of not really putting the pieces together. So I'm in the middle of this health battle and don't, I don't know why my body is responding the way that it is. And then as if that wasn't enough, our house floods and our toilet overflowed. Thankfully there was nothing in the toilet. The tank of the toilet overflowed in the upstairs bathroom all the way down into the kitchen and we ended up having to replace the entire kitchen, the flooring, the entire downstairs flooring, and it ended up taking nine months to get that resolved through our insurance. And that experience of the house flooding just completely tipped over my already very fragile nervous system that I didn't realize how fragile it was. And I didn't realize how much help my body needed. Not only did my immune system completely tank, but also um, if you listened to last week's episode where my friend Jody and I were sharing about pandas, which is autoimmune encephalitis triggered by strep, um, we know based off of the data that they are finding about 60 to 70% of adults that have come into contact with COVID have had COVID. Um, experienced neuropsychiatric changes, meaning anxiety, depression, um, obsessive compulsive thinking, and you know, there's a whole list in there, but like mentally, they don't feel the same. And that is essentially what happened to me this last year. And it was devastating to me because I'd experienced this before in my early teens um, and had overcome, I'd overcome it. So I thought, you know, the chances of me ever experiencing that again are very slim to none. Um, but here I am, you know, in the midst of my body just being completely wigged out. Um, the COVID infection had also eaten up all of my iron, all of my iron stores, and my ferritin dropped to like four, which is you know, your ferritin is supposed to be about 100. So four is going to make you feel extremely miserable, um, which is what happened to me. So I'm sharing this because maybe this will help you kind of put some pieces together of your own health puzzle. Um, but my ferritin dropped to four. It put extreme stress on my adrenals, and then my adrenal glands just started dumping cortisol like crazy. And if you've ever experienced a cortisol dump before, it feels like a panic attack. Um, it will cause extreme nausea, um, insomnia, anxiety, heart palpitations, numbness and tingling in your extremities, um, extreme brain fog. Um, I had every single one of those symptoms. And unfortunately, it took a couple of months for us to figure out that was what was causing a lot of these symptoms. Um, but I had to do a lot of nervous system retraining during this time because my body, my nervous system just did not feel safe. It was, you know, my body was wigging out. I, my immune system was not functioning the way that it was supposed to. My brain was pretty heavily impacted by, um, by COVID and then the, um, the fallout of having really low ferritin, which is very impactful on the brain. Um, in not so good ways. And it took me almost nine months to recover from that infection and everything that came after it. And so the reason why I'm sharing this with you today, as vulnerable as it is, 
Um, one, if you're experiencing this, you know, I want to share some, some strategies that have helped me, some therapies that have helped me to get my strength back. If you think about it, like, you know, you go to physical therapy, if you break your leg, there are specific therapies that if we're working on our mind or if our brain is not functioning the way that it should, there are certain things that we need to address in order to get back to a good baseline. Um, and so for me, because my nervous system was so dysregulated, excuse me, I had to address the physical aspect of that, meaning um, for me that it was extremely important that I address the iron deficiency. That was number one. Um, and I worked with my doctor very closely. I cannot share that protocol in a podcast because um, that is a very individualized protocol. Um, but I highly recommend if you're experiencing these symptoms that you get your iron tested and you work with a doctor who can uh, address those. Obviously, if you're working with me as a client, I can certainly address them, but I can't give a blanket protocol for that in this kind of format. Um, the second thing, and this is something that easily gets missed because the low ferritin was impacting my cortisol, um, which then was impacting my blood sugar, um, even though I had severe nausea from, from the low iron, um, I had to eat every three hours like robust meals. And that was extremely hard for me because I didn't feel good. Like I had no appetite. I had nausea that was just insane. Um, and yet in order to correct that high cortisol, that cortisol imbalance, I had to uh, make sure that I was eating regular meals. And a lot of women don't realize, even if you're not having all of these other symptoms of low ferritin, COVID, etc., if you want your nervous system to be happy and to feel good, you do have to create an environment of safety. And in order to have an environment of your, for your body to feel safe, it needs to be well fed. Um, because physiologically, your body doesn't actually know the difference between, um, between not having enough calories and actually being in danger. They, the, it triggers the same exact cortisol response. So for me, in order to get out of that funky cortisol response, I basically had to force feed myself every three hours. Um, I made sure that I was getting a snack that was high fat, high protein before bed. If I woke up, at three or four in the morning and my heart was racing, I would eat a snack and that would calm my blood sugar down and my nervous system would calm down with that. Um, and I had to work pretty hard on making sure that I was getting enough of the right kind of calories. Um, and like I said, because there were so many different layers of issues, um, it took quite a long time for that to really shift to where I noticed really significant improvement in those symptoms. But when we're talking about nervous system regulation, we can't skip the part about getting enough food, getting enough calories, making sure we're eating regular meals um, so that we don't throw our cortisol and our blood sugar off of balance. The other thing that was really helpful for me, aside from making sure that I was getting my physiologic needs met, um, was doing things like deep uh, vagal breathing. So basically uh, breathing in through your nose, or they call it box breathing, I guess I should say. Breathing in through your nose for four seconds, holding it for seven seconds, and then breathing out slowly through your mouth. Um, another trick that I found really, really helpful was actually singing and making sure that I was using my diaphragm. Um, I am a singer, and so uh, and that's not hard for me, you know, to make sure that I'm doing some really good belly breathing. 
um, that often would be enough to reset my vagal nerve and allow me to kind of move through that dysregulation. Um, walking, any type of any type of movement where you are swinging your arms or crossing the midline of your body. Um, that is excellent for nervous system regulation, and it's typically gentle enough that it's not going to throw off your cortisol. It's going to help your cortisol to stay in balance, regulate your insulin and your blood sugar. It's also great for your neurotransmitter function. Um, and so, uh, so getting that, um, getting that nervous system regulation through walking, um, without pushing yourself too hard, because I noticed there were a couple days that if I walked too fast, excuse me, at the end of my walk, um, that was enough to trigger a little bit of a spike in cortisol. Um, and so for me, I just kind of had to figure out what pace felt really good for my body in order to move through um, what was happening in my body. And so um, one of the other therapies or modalities that I found to be extremely helpful um, and actually it helped to put together one of the major pieces of my health puzzle, which was how my brain was actually impacted by COVID and by low ferritin, and that was neurofeedback. Um, one of these days, I will get Joshua Moore back on here. He is the uh, one of the owners of Alternative Behavioral Therapies, um, that they specialize in neurofeedback. I am now working part-time in their clinic training as a neurofeedback technician. Um, because of how much it's impacted me, even in just the last two months. So I'm going to give you a brief kind of overview of my experience. And if it's a therapy that you feel is beneficial, then I highly recommend reaching out to them for a consultation. So neurofeedback essentially is a form of biofeed, it's a form of feedback, sorry, where we are measuring the different frequencies in all of the different areas of your brain and looking to see, you know, is this optimal? Does this add to their life? Is it creating certain symptoms that they're having? And how can we improve their overall uh, mental, emotional, physical health? Um, and so for me, what we could see on there was the different areas of the brain that had been impacted by, by COVID and low iron. And then we knew exactly what parts of the brain to really target the feedback. So with neurofeedback, there is no uh, electricity applied to the brain. So you don't need to worry about your brain being shocked or anything like that happening. There are sensors that are placed on your, on your skull that send information to the computer and then the visual feedback, so like a video that you're watching or sound that you're listening to, is going to change in order to increase or decrease whatever part of the brain we're working on. Um, and that can actually help the brain to self-regulate, the nervous system to self-regulate itself um, so that you don't feel uh, as garbagey as you might feel. Um, and for me, that is made, it's made a huge improvement to where it finally kind of shifted my body out of that state of fight or flight, um, to where, you know, my nervous system is more regulated, um, my mood is more regulated, all of those things that were just like the last lingering couple of symptoms that just would not shift in spite of everything that I was doing, neurofeedback has helped with that tremendously. Um, so... Again, if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, mood changes, anxiety, insomnia, and you feel like you've addressed the physical issues, 
um, then I highly recommend, you know, neurofeedback as an adjunct to whatever you're currently doing to kind of help turn, turn the ship there um, for you. Um, it's a great way, even if you're, you know, even if you're just wanting to regulate your nervous system and you're like, I just need like a reset um, to my nervous system, which who doesn't after 2020, right? Um, this is a great way to help your body and your brain to balance itself out um, and get that nervous system regulation that you need so that you do feel like you're walking in a sound mind, you're walking in wholeness. Um, at some point, I will do an ep another episode talking more about the emotional impact of this journey because uh, there was a lot of other stuff going on that really made this journey a lot harder than it had to be. Um, and the emotional impact of walking through illness and how to keep your faith and how to stay encouraged and how to really just continue to trust the Lord in the middle of the difficulty of that. I will do another episode where I dive in more to that aspect of things. Um, but in this episode, I really just wanted to dive in on nervous system regulation, how neurofeedback can help that, how deep breathing can really help that, um, how eating regular meals helps to regulate your cortisol, which helps your nervous system regulation. Um, and in further episodes, I will talk more about the spiritual and emotional impact of walking through illness and overcoming and getting to a place where I feel healthy and good again. So if any of this resonates with you, I would encourage you to check out the links in the show notes either to reach out to me directly or if you're wanting to get started with neurofeedback or you have questions about if neurofeedback could be beneficial for you, um, the links to reach out to alternative behavioral therapies is in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you all soon.